another episode of the planet fantasy podcast and we're your hosts damon and kyle kyle how's it going not bad man how are you i'm good i'm good it's a good monday uh reeling off an amazing saints win screw you tom brady that's right and uh yeah i'm doing good how are you doing kyle yeah man riding high off of that that game spoopy season is over which is a bummer but it's now christmas God, season sadness. so mariah carey is going to show up like michael myers behind me while we're recording this. <laughs> yes. Uh, before we get into today's festivities, we're going to do a real quick winner's corner. So I have the results for episode 74, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fantasy cast draft. Mm-hmm. It was Thad, Kyle, and myself. Um, in third, with six votes, we have Kyle. And second... <laughs> Right there with you, bud. I have seven for, for second. <laughs> All right, it doesn't feel as bad this time. I'm usually like way and, behind. And then Thad wins this one with 19 votes to get the W. This is the only one I'm not the only one, but I'm okay with losing this one just because of his Lil Nas X pick. I mean, that's just genius, but I'm not going to trust you anymore because you predicted me winning this like easily. So I thought you had amazing cast, so I don't know. We'll see. But we have some awesome guests today, some returning guests, friends of the pod. We have our friend Jim. Jim, how's it going? I'm ready to crush this. I am I am super confused yet intrigued about the little Nas X Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing. <laughs> A week in, we could get You'll to that. You'll have to listen to the episode. Yeah, uh, it, do that. You know, ep- <laughs> Um, we also have returning friend of the pod, Austin. How's it going? Great. Well, you, you know. okay, bud? Yep. Sorry, I just had to meet myself before I burped. Uh, you know, just 20, still hung over twenty four hours later, but <laughs> yes, will... this is the day after after Halloween. So you were really cute for Halloween, right? You were looking Indeed. spazzy. Yeah, I was. Uh, and unfortunately, witnessed the Vikings lose a to a quarterback who had never started a game of professional football before. So, that's, that's the last part I remember. Brutal. You're a Vikings fan, unfortunately. Yeah, we, uh, we lost. <laughs> we lost Jim. Where are you going, Jim? Putting on a Packers he's, he's... hat. Uh, I'm sorry, but I yeah. had to put on a Packers hat. <laughs> yep, Packers hat, of course. You know. There's Packers fans everywhere you turn. I like I, they're they're everywhere. You can never get just, rid of them we're just because nobody wants to live in Wisconsin. In the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we are here to talk music once again. Stewards of sound, 1970 songs, the the decade that is just it started so much. It's loaded with some of the best songs of all time. So many epics. I don't know what we're going to do. I'm going to cry. We've been crying since we prepped for this. And it's not going to end anytime soon. Um, it's going to hurt. But yeah, y'all know how this goes. You cannot, you cannot draft more than two songs from an artist each. 
Uh, it has to be released in the 70s. Cover songs are all good as long as it's in the 70s for that cover. And yeah, other than that, let loose. Do do what you do. I'm excited. Kyle, what's that list game? All right. So for this week, we, we're keeping it pretty simple. It's just going to be music genres. I was thinking about ABCs and music genres, but instead, whoever goes first is going to list a genre. And then the next person has to list a genre that starts with the same letter that that previous one ends with. Just to give a little bit of a twist, so it's not so the list game doesn't go on for you know the first hour of the podcast. We know the list game is Austin's favorite part of this podcast. So <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, let's get this done in thirty seconds. Exactly. Let's go in alphabetical order. So let's go Austin, Damon, Jim, and myself. Oh, alphabetical by first name. <laughs> exactly. Um, death metal. I feel he had this ready to go in case he was. Yeah, he was ready. <laughs> Luch rock. <laughs> I mean, um, l- love ballads. Um, five, I, four. You threw the L at three, me, and I'm just like, two, you're taking the L. Out One. Up. That's time. Taking the L. I'm Oof. taking the L. That was so brutal. that means someone else has is up for the L. Yeah, that goes to me. Oh no, it goes to Jim. I don't. I Wait, don't know my ABCs. So, I don't so know we my don't ABCs. get a reprieve. I still have nope. to go with L. You have to go with L. If it, if you can't think of one and I can't think of one, then like we can try another. Austin can just oh, give man. us another one. Or Austin just wins. Yeah, you know. it's really bad that L, it has nothing to do with music. But the first thing that popped in my head was Lunchables, and I'm like, that's not a musical genre. Um, Five, four. Three, two, I got nothing. One, wow! All right, there has to be an obvious one. I yeah, mean, I honestly thought this was an easy one to start off with. That's why I started off with it. I'm blank. I blanked. I, I mean, is it? Is there one? Yes. Some someone else count Kyle down. <laughs> oh, five, four, four, three. Two, one. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay, Latin. what is it, Austin? Latin music. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Uh, I wasn't even thinking of of global music. I was just thinking, yeah, I was just thinking rock, country. Oh, uh, yeah, no, duh, of course. That, yep. Well, fuck. Austin, <laughs> what's the draft order? Oh, okay, cool. Um, Fuck. This is where he plays the game of does someone get to pick Kyle's favorite group? <laughs> Shut up. Stop. Don't speak it into existence. See, I actually don't know it. I've only been guessing. Although I did write down on a, a post-it note what I think Kyle's going to pick so that I can show it later. Um, but I kind of want to almost do this like the 80s movies and have Kyle go first. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go first. Uh, Kyle, you can go second. Damn. Jim, you can go third. All right. And Damon, you get the turn. I am down for the turnaround. It hasn't happened in a minute. I'm excited. That's true. Thank you. No one wants That's third what spot. I needed. Sorry, Jim. Ah, oh, darn it. <laughs> All right. Kick us off, Austin. What's the first pick of the draft? All right. Um, I, I think I'm notoriously bad when it comes to the eventual polls uh, for this. And honestly, I was getting pissed about it. So I just decided to go with 
a song that I love, but that is also like a surefire. People are gonna see it and be like, "Oh yeah, okay, I gotta, I gotta click on that guy's name, even though I hate him." Um, and it's also heavily featured in a movie we have discussed at length. Man, um, song came out in 1975. I am going with Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Okay. I got real scared for a second. No, that was gonna be my number one pick. Yeah, that was my number two. God damn it. I have a guess for what Kyle's going to pick, and after he says it, I'll reveal. It'll be like the Newlywood game. Yeah. I, it's... <laughs> Except you don't get any points, so it's like, whose line is it anyways? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> now I'm wondering what movie you're thinking of, though, because I know Damon will just be picking from Guardians of the Galaxy. <clears throat> Ooh, I shots fired. This <laughs> is an amazing pick. And I'm not. Right. I don't know. Think I'm got anything from from uh, Guardians this this time around. I don't think. Anyway, so. I was of course uh, referencing Wayne's World. Yeah. Uh, we all know the song. It's fucking dope. It's you know a perfect song. Um, and it's like you know I just want to listen to it instead of talking about it. But we obviously can't do that. Um, but like, what? Fifteen seconds before we get sued. <laughs> yeah. If, if that. Um. But I still remember the first the first time I heard the song was probably Wayne's World. Uh, but the my high school marching band performed it. But when I was in eighth grade, so I did not get to do it. And my sister, who's the older than me, did. And then when I started, we fucking did like ugh, awful, awful songs. Anyway, Bohemian Rhapsody, great song. What do you guys think? I Kyle. Yeah, sometimes the obvious pick is the right choice. I mean, this is one. I, I had it on my list. I had it a little lower down because I wanted this is like Austin brought this up when we were talking earlier. I wanted to be able to talk about it without having to one of my six picks being Bohemian Rhapsody. I love the song, but I, there's just other picks that I want. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a fucking classic. I feel like this is that classic example of like a song coming out. And of course, I don't know because I wasn't around <laughs> in 75, but like a song coming out and people just not knowing what the what the fuck it is and just this weird out there, like seven plus minute song. And now it's truly like one of the most iconic songs of all time. You know, I mean, I hate to reference the movie Bohemian Rhapsody because no one should ever reference that movie. But I love <laughs> I love the Mike Myers scene when he's like the, this the is best edited scene of all time. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Terrible movie. Uh, but this scene where he's just like, this is garbage. Like, no one's going to listen to this. And then it cuts back to him later in his office. Like, what have I done? Uh, it's 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 a great song. It's I can't really recall the first time I listened to it. This is one of those things where it's just like this song has always been like a part of my life. Like, I've just always known Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, so I don't have a cool marching band story, but it's just, yeah, it's a it's a great song. Jim, you a fan? Of course, you said this was your number one pick. Yeah, it was going to be my number one pick. I will say, to to piggyback off of what Kyle was saying, my marching band song is just... Was that movie with Nick Cannon? Uh, I'm just going to retell the plot of Drumline? Um, yeah, <laughs> Drumline. I was in oh, Drumline. Yeah. It was made after me. No, um, Good-looking brother with cornrows. Exactly. Um, this was going to be my number one pick. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's kind of like, uh, you know, a lot of people could think it's cliche, but it's cliche for a reason. Uh, you know, and Wayne's World is one of my favorite movies. So it's it's the reason that, you know, whenever you hear that part of the song, you start headbanging. Um, it's, man, I, 
as soon as I was hoping after you had said, oh, well, this was, you know, a movie that you discussed. And then I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm like, just don't say 1975. Don't say 1975. As soon as I heard 1975, if anyone goes back, you just hear me go, damn it. <laughs> like, so, I mean, hey, I'm going to I'm going to have to go with uh, I have to go with plan B now. Yep. Um, I was definitely having this high on my board. Not number one, but I definitely wanted it on the turn. There's a lot of Queen songs I love. This, I think, was my introduction to Queen. Like, I watched Wayne's World a lot as a kid. And this was just the song. Every single time you saw that in the in the movie, you just like, yeah, I get to sing along with it. I get to headbang along with it. And then as you get older, you pretty much relive that and recreate it with your friends anytime you're in a car. And like I've done that countless times and it's just it just has that connection with you with that song. Everyone knows the lyrics. Everyone has that same energy when it comes on. People like to make fun of the certain white people songs. And I like to think that this is I think us included. more global than that. This is like a, just a global song where I think everyone just truly would rock out to. And it's hard not to. It just it has that rhythm, that beat, that energy. And I love it for it. So. Hopefully we'll see some more Queen. Maybe I'm I'm hoping I'm thinking about it. Um, any last thoughts on on Bohemian Rhapsody before we move on? Amazing number one pick. I'm sad. Yeah, can't wait How for you guys to draft the up? Panic at the Disco cover uh, in the 2010s draft. <laughs> the 2010s. <laughs> Man, we'll, we'll see about that. No. All right, Kyle. Your All right. Pick. I got really worried for a second. Get that post-it note ready. Got to go with. This is one where, so a lot of with a lot of things, I have trouble between like my favorite versus objective stuff, right? I fully believe this is objectively the best song of all time. I don't think there's a single second, and I know that makes me sound like an absolute douchebag. I don't care. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> there's not a second wasted in this song. I think it's a damn perfect song. Uh, get ready. It is the chain by Fleetwood. Aha. Uh -huh. Let me let me see the post-it. So it's, Jim's got it in yeah. Zodiac Killer writing on his. Yeah, it's backwards. Back. I didn't realize that the camera was going to mirror it. I mean, I, I guess this like months ago. I didn't even have to write it down. I've like I've, we've talked about it. So I knew it thing. was happening. This is the, the notoriety of this. This has been the months in the making. As soon as we had, I can't read that, Austin. I'm sorry. That's a panic at the disco. Uh, what is song. that? Oh, the chain. I'll there we go. The chain. Puts the okay. chain. Yeah. So months in the making as soon as we had austin for this episode you know we we're talking about it and i realized after our uh our book adaptation draft i was like i'm a fucking idiot because i drafted a a book called the chain and just like off the cuff was like yeah it's you know pulls lyrics and is based on like my favorite song of all time and immediately i was like god fucking damn it because i knew austin listens to the episodes love you buddy uh and i was like man he's gonna listen he's gonna know um but it's, yeah, I think it's the greatest song of all time. Fleetwood Mac is my favorite group of all time. Uh, this is the only song that, no, the only song in the album rumors that has writing credits from all five members. Um, and it's a miracle that it came together like that because a lot of it is recorded in separate places and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it's used to, and we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy, it's used to incredible effect in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, two different times, um, and arguably two of the best moments in the movie. Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's just like sheer perfection. It's got one of my two favorite bass lines of all time. 
Um, but as soon as you hear that, I mean, the song is incredible until then, and then you hear that bass line and it kicks it up that notch. So it's kind of like that, that oh shit moment in the, in the song that, you know, elevates it as one of the greats. But I don't think this is surprising for anyone who knows me. Uh, this is on brand, but I can't, I can't stray away from that. It's just, I got to go Fleetwood back for my first pick. Of course. Jim, <laughs> how you feeling? No, you I, I, I feel, I'll tell you exactly how I feel. Um, Zodiac notes for all the songs that I picked, so I can't even locate it to cross it off. Um, that's how crazy this is going. But Kyle, to ask you, so this you said it's the only song to have credits from every single member, right? On rumors, for their okay. whole discography, there's a couple, yeah. but on the album, I was, rumors. I was gonna make a really bad joke about since they're all linked together, kind of like a chain. All right, so I should probably lose my first pick for that. Um, but you know, I expected <laughs> it, but I expected it for a reason. Um, I I was, so there was a situation in my head that I'm trying to plan out, you know, based on which pick I was going to get. If I had the first pick, I was going to go with Rhapsody. If I had the second pick, I might have taken this. And not to spite you, just because it's that good of a song. So as soon as Austin said, Kyle, you get second, I was just like, he kind of just saved you there. (laughs) I told him if I won the list game, I'd give him second because I knew I wasn't going to pick it. That's true. There's this collusion, but you know, collusion is fair in in Planet Fantasy. We've never said you can't, and you know, we'll we'll discuss it if it ever becomes terrible. But I mean, you you, he gets to choose the the order of the draft if he he won. It's it's all fair, so far. But I mean, the chain is an amazing song. Fleetwood Mac has so many good hits, especially just off of that album alone. I actually didn't hear the chain until guardians to be completely honest um it was just one of the songs that i just like it just kind of slipped you know uh slipped out of my grasp i had never really gave it a much of a listen i was definitely more like you know landslide and and dreams and what have you um rhiannon is is one of my all-time favorites because of course you know my sister's name is rhiannon after the song interesting fact so I've, i've always loved fleetwood mac but this song hits so hard. Like I just, I just love the way it breaks down, and the backing lyrics. It's such a good song, and I love your love for it, Kyle. I really do. Um, I'm so glad you were able to get this pick. Austin, are you glad you got it? Yeah, I'm happy for him. Yeah. Good. Now we can, you know, kill you <laughs> and the rest of the draft. Yeah, said, this is just like everything else I want. <laughs> this is just like the Back to the Future pick, where it's like, you know, it's not. I, it's you know perfectly fine but it's not it wouldn't be on my list so i'm not upset about it it's just one of those songs that like i've always known of its existence but i don't really have any strong connection to mostly because when i uh my first job was when i was 15 i would shelf books and cds at the library and i would just bring home like 30 cds a day and put them on my computer uh and I got rumors confused with songs from a big chair because to me, the albums looked similar and I, I did not like it. So I was just like, mom, never listen to this again. And then guardians came out and I was like, Oh shit, this song's great. Wait, it's off of this. And then it, I. <laughs> songs from a big chair. I love it. You were like, <laughs> that's amazing. Wrong. That's... <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least I didn't confuse it with like the white album or any of the other. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. All right. Those are two great songs off the board. Moving along to Jim, your first song off the board. Can can I trade my picks? (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> there's a lot here, and it, and it's my decision making right now. I'm trying to think, much like Kyle mentioned, do you go for what you think is the best song on the board, or do you go for one that you personally? It's kind of like, you know, favorite versus best. So I'm gonna do what I can to try to meet them in the middle. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Tiny Dancer hmm. by Elton John. Um, that's my pick. I, I, I was, I was overthinking it. I was like, don't overthink it. It's, it's probably Elton John's most popular song. You know, even if someone's drunk and singing "Hold Me Closer," Tony Danza. I mean, it still counts. <laughs> this is too true. It's iconic. I mean, you know, you've heard in multiple movies. The lyrics are so good. So the such a great melody. Elton John maybe sounds the best on this song. So I love it. Yeah. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, I, I love this song. I have uh, some Elton John stuff. I didn't have Tiny Dancer, so I'm glad it's uh, being mentioned. Um, great fucking song. Uh, yeah, this is another. I was thinking this is another hark back to our 80s pod but no it's a it's a hark back to our uh, soundtrack pod with almost famous but yeah great great use in that movie great you i mean sound like 500 movies but yeah it's a it's a fantastic song awesome you a fan of tiny dancer yeah of course uh again <laughs> i i was in marching band and we rode a bus to a lot of tournaments and had to sing some songs so uh yeah and big fan of almost famous big fan of ellen john not my favorite Elton John song, but definitely probably his uh, most well-known. And yeah. I, when I was a kid, I did think it was Tony Danza just because I didn't understand that <laughs> Phoebe's joke in Friends was an actual joke. I thought, like, <laughs> like, why is the laugh track going right now? I don't understand. Like me, you took Phoebe's word as gospel because mm -hmm. Phoebe yeah. is the best. It's Phoebe, yes. Um, I think we might see some more Elton John coming maybe soon. Let's see. We are to the turn. We are to my picks, uh, where the draft really begins. Um, okay. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so. Shocker. I'm going Led Zeppelin. <laughs> um, I'm just going to stay on brand, get it out of the way, because I have no idea if y'all will go Zeppelin, and if y'all do, what y'all will go with. I'm just getting my pick out of the way. Then y'all can do whatever y'all want. I don't care. The problem was I had three songs that I really wanted to draft. And I'm like, well, I can't do that. And I don't know if I wanted to overload with Zeppelin. So I'm, I'm just doing one and we'll see where it goes. I ended up with the song that just, it hits me so hard. The melody just, it's like just hypnotic. I gotta go with cashmere. Mm. Um, I, I love it. Just dun -dun -dun, dun -dun, like that beat. Just every single time, always gets me moving. And the lyrics are so good. I could pick a you know, and pretty much any Zeppelin song and be happy with it. But this one, I don't know. I think it's one of my favorites just because the the beat is maybe the most infectious in my mind. You know, it it can't it, it never fails to get me moving. So. That's my pick, Cashmere. Kyle, what you think? Uh, not the one that I expected, just because you and I have talked about Zeppelin before, but I've never gotten a, a full grasp on your favorite, and I'm not going to mention I what I thought. 
Yeah, exactly. Because of this, I, I, I'm not going to mention what I think he's your favorite because you, you might draft it later. But Cashmere is is fantastic. I, I only like. I mean, I'd 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 heard Zeppelin songs before, but I only started like regularly listening listening to them probably like three or four years ago. Um, and Cashmere was the first one that really got me hooked. Um, so I, I'll say freely, it's probably my favorite. I mean, I, I, it's it's yeah, it's fantastic. It's a great pick. It's very on thank brand you, too. You. I knew you, you were coming in. You did. You picked one Zeppelin song uh, on the '60s, but I knew yeah. with this one you were Grandma coming in strong with. Yeah, you were coming in strong with the, the Zeppelin for the '70s. So it's very on brand. Thank you, thank you, Jim. Are you a fan? Um. Yeah. I mean, how can you not be? Even though, fun fact: the first time I heard this song was not actually this song. It was when it was being sampled Godzilla. for Puff Daddy in the Godzilla soundtrack. Yep. <laughs> and then I remember thinking, who's who's that guy with Bob Daddy? <laughs> and then not even knowing who they were. Um, but so you guys you guys did a '60s draft, correct? Yes. So the first, so my favorite Zeppelin song, I was hoping it was '70s, and it was right before it was uh, "Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You." And then I saw that that wasn't '70s, and it was it was soul crushing. '69. Um, yeah. 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 Nah, excellent. But um, I mean, you can't go wrong with Kashmir. It's, I mean, what can you really say about that that hasn't been said? It's, it's a good pick. I, I I hate you for making all good picks, but good pick. Thank you, thank you, Austin. Do you like Kashmir? Of course, yeah. Uh, Zeppelin's my favorite band. It's the best band of all time, I think. Uh, yeah. You sure was... it's not Panic at the Disco? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. No, uh, I once they took away the exclamation point, I was done. Um, yeah, I think the so my my first favorite artist was Elvis, just because I was six and I used to draw people with hair like his, and then my mom was like, "Oh, that's Elvis." I was like, "Okay, cool." Uh, but the first time I had like an awakening to music, I think, was the first time I heard Led Zeppelin four, uh, and I used to play it every night when I would go to sleep, and it's like, I, yeah, it's just. Uh, great trip. Your first in the '60s, you drafted Ramble On, right? It was my second. I didn't. I didn't want to go first because, like, it really wasn't a '60s song. Like, it was. It was like at the end, tail end. It was in '69. Yeah. But I had to draft it then or not. So I had. I to. figured that's why you were going to draft one of the other uh, Lord of the Rings Zeppelin songs that mentions Lord of the Rings, but. Uh... We will save one of those for yeah. later. There's, there's <laughs> um, I just have to say, like, I grew up on Zeppelin. Like, I might have said this before, but I just want to like reiterate, Zeppelin is everything in my like household. My dad is just the hugest Zeppelin fan. We had this like awesome like disc uh disc like a collection of the first four and these really cool like setup. You had a whole bunch of like books of visuals and all the lyrics. And I would just like we put that on nonstop, listen to all four over and over again. Four was always my favorite for sure. I just love four. I love them all though. Cashmere is fantastic. I sing randomly. Oh, let the sun beat down upon my face randomly. Just just to random people. I'll say it and no one will be like, "What are you? What? What is that?" I'm like, don't, "Just don't worry about it." Um, it's maybe my favorite opening lyric of a song yeah. ever. I don't know why. It just it hits me in a, a certain way. So had to go Zeppelin. I'm so excited. And then I get another pick. Awesome. <laughs> but before I do that, we're going to go to our first break. 
Well, welcome back from break. We are jamming out to 1970s music. Not really, because we would be flagged with copyright. But we are back to Damon for his second pick. You drafted Cashmere. Are you following that up with another Zeppelin pick, sir? No, I can't do that. that. <laughs> can't um, double dip. I, I, I could fair. do a whole Zeppelin board and be happy and be like, I don't care if no one votes for me. Um, I'd vote for you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I that, I'll note that. that. I didn't know. I didn't know Austin that that was your favorite band as well. That's cool. Oh, it's not. Forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, really, I might should if, since it is Austin's favorite. Also, who knows? But I don't know. I'll let you do some eliminating for me. We'll go back to it. I'm going to go for one of my other favorite bands of the '70s. Oh man, I've had some experiences listening to their music. Um, their music is an experience. So you you fucked to their music is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, I didn't say that. I, I just said experiences. You take it as you will. You didn't, say, that you didn't open. deny it either. <laughs> we, uh, we're not really that open-ended. Oh, uh, um, this uh, I don't even going to say this is a PG show because it's definitely not. Um, but anyways, I'm just trying to derail this. Okay. This song specifically is one of my favorite, like, songs lyrically. I love the words. It, I don't know, just something about them. I, I've thought about, you know, getting a tattoo, you know, as corny and cliche as that is. And it's just a very, you know, popular song of theirs. But I don't know, there's a reason for it. it it's just the way it moves, the way it builds. I love it. Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd. Yeah. You know, just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year. That that's that's poetry right there. And I love the band. I love the song. That guitar, is so good. I I love it. That's my second pick. Not Zeppelin, but some Pink Floyd. Jim, what do you think? Man, so I had this. There were there were three picks that I was kind of mulling over my second pick. That was one. Um, another Pink Floyd song is another one. And then the third one, I'm not going to say because I might get an actual chance. Um, Pink Floyd is one of those bands that I discovered later in life. Um, and they're just, I don't, I don't, so I would describe them as for me, a very a, a space out kind of band. And I'm not trying to be pun crazy here. And I'm not trying to, you know, kind of write it off as not being important because it's space out thing, but it's the kind of song that no matter what, I could just lay there, I can play it, and I could just kind of drift away. And this one, man, you got to start. Can you do me a favor and start making like really shitty picks so it makes my job a little bit easier? I don't do that. Damn it. Sorry. Um, ask Austin or Kyle too. But I, I, I can't. I go 100 at all times. Don't worry. My, my last three are obscure, I think. so. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Kyle, are you a fan of uh, Pink Floyd? I am. Again, not the, not the song I expected from, from this band. But, uh, yeah, it's, I, I am the same way with, as Jim. I came to Pink Floyd much later in life. And, feel like I'm still this is a band that I just don't really listen to very often so I'm I'm still kind of in that mode of discovering a lot of their stuff um 
but yeah i mean there's nothing I, I can say that hasn't already been said it's just one of the, you described it perfectly like it's i made a joke earlier but like it's a great way of describing it it's just a way it, like you experience this song you know as cliche as that sounds it's just kind of one of those things that just washes over you and it's like it kind of takes you to another place so it's a great song thank you thank you austin uh is this one of your favorite pink floyd songs would you have gone with a different one so which one tell us <laughs> i don't have i love pink floyd but i have no pink floyd on my list simply because uh to me they are one of those bands where it's like i can't just listen to one pink floyd song like if i'm if i'm like man i'm in a pink floyd mood i have to put on an entire album and listen to it all the way through because no song stands out particularly to me it's like all the complete journey um if i were going to pick one it would have been this one or one other that i will not mention uh but yeah i went through a huge pink floyd phase when i was like 14 to 17 because uh roger waters was touring solo then uh which that seemed insane to me that a bassist was going on a solo tour but uh i told everybody that he was my uncle in high school uh so then i was like well fuck i should probably learn some pink floyd songs and i was like oh this is actually dope this is great and then i got um, uh, i think the first vinyl i ever got was dark side of the moon dark side of the moon is i love that's one of the albums i will always listen to in full like yeah. just that is yeah. a sonic journey, but I disagree. Like, definitely, I think this song, to me, of course, that's why I drafted it. To me, it stands above the other ones by itself. Aside from this, I definitely prefer listening to all their songs kind of blend together. And, you know, I, I and I go overkill with the Pink Floyd. I'll listen to them as much as possible until I'm just like, OK, I can't I can't do any more for like a year. I'm done. I can only hear, you know, shine on you crazy diamond one more time. <laughs> before i shoot myself so you know I, I just i you know but this song this song i could listen to constantly and i, I really have so that's my number two pick we're back around to jim what you got all right so i was i uh, just said that i was thinking about three songs one you just picked another one is another pink floyd but this third one is the one that i'm going with it's from a performer who I know we just finished up with the Halloween season. Um, and as a lover of horror movies, I need to fit this reference in. This performer's songs were, if anyone's not familiar, sometimes when movies go into production, they won't reveal the, their actual title. Um, now, the Friday 13th series, for whatever reason, loved to use Bowie songs as the titles to their movies. Uh, they used... I know Friday 13, part five, they called Repetition. Uh, part six, they called Aladdin Sane. But I'm going with Heroes. David Bowie, Heroes. Kyle seems angry. <laughs> He's walking off. <laughs> Kyle's walking off. Oh, man. I had to. And it was, this is not going to, th this is not meant to comfort you, Kyle. Um, I <laughs> I was choosing between I just had to go with it. Come on, I'm a, what can I say? I'm a big Wallflowers fan. Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us how you're feeling. Jacob Dylan the Great. <laughs> God damn it! I mean, I can't I can't hate because it's 
so it's my it's my third pick. I had a pick above it, but I I, I wanted this pick really badly. Um, wait, so in my rage, I didn't even hear what movie was it? Jason Lives. This was the working title for it. No, no, no. Heroes wasn't the working title for anything, but oh, uh, okay. Aladdin I was like, that would make no sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, Heroes is to describe Jason X. No, um, Aladdin <laughs> Scene was the the working title for Jason Lives. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm sad because I really wanted it, but so also story time because both of you obviously were not on our '60s episode, but Austin listened to you might. But so last time, I made the mistake, the terrible mistake that I was not going to make this time if I won the list game. I got the draft order and I said, I'm not going to go first because no one's going to even consider Space Oddity. And then the first pick of the draft was Space Oddity. Uh, so <laughs> somehow hilarious. the same thing happened again. This is, I just, I, Bowie keeps eluding me. I'm never going to get to pick a Bowie song, but it's okay. This is, this is my favorite Bowie song, and it's one of my favorite songs of all time. So well done, sir, and I hate you. You still got the 80s. You still got this, tra- this draft. You still have some Bowie songs left. I still have sir. the depressing 2010s album he released. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. I... You know, I've talked about Bowie before. Like, um, I definitely started appreciating appreciating him a lot more, uh, much more recently. But I love Heroes. Of course, I heard Heroes first. Of course, on the amazing uh, movie Moulin Rouge, fantastic rendition. You know, our boy Ewan McGregor killed it. Um, I love this song. It would not have ever been on my board, but I I definitely think this is one of my maybe my favorite Bowie song. I really do think so. It's just so good the the rhythm of it and everything some of his songs are a little too much for me but this one's perfect so this is a fantastic pick and it made kyle mad so i love it (laughs) (laughs) just seeing kyle just leave is is just it's always great but that means uh austin what do you like heroes do you like david bowie not the biggest bowie guy um yeah i never don't know why i just never really was i love the uh sue horse sue george covers on life aquatic but other than that not yeah. not really my bag definitely a better musician than an actor though well that's for i sure. mean i don't know the goblin don't. king he, yeah he's amazing as the goblin king. i mean okay. kyle you have you have the next pick so if you want to if um if you want to take that scene from Labyrinth where he's you know, just dancing and singing with everyone, I mean, you could. With his clear erection, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, that was 80s, hashtag, though. Hashtag. Yeah, that was 80s. Uh, I joking. Time, often I jokingly say that Rocky for Rocky is responsible for the ending of the Cold War. Full sincerity, I believe David Bowie is responsible for the, the falling of the Berlin Wall because of this song. Because he performed it in Berlin in like 86, I think. Uh, and after his death in 2016, the German government, I don't know where, but they released a statement that was like, thank you, Bowie, for, for what you did for our country, which sounds really stupid on paper, but it's fucking Bowie. So it's like, yeah, I believe it, man. It's David Bowie. He's an alien. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. These are some, some giants that have been picked. Yeah. How are you going to follow it up, Kyle? You got Fleetwood Mac, the chain, your favorite song of all time. What's number two? All right. Uh, now there's not a bunch that I'm like worried about losing because it again, again it is the '70s and it's you know it's a great decade. So I, I mean, there's plenty to choose from. There's one that I'm gonna go with that I don't think is in any danger of being stolen. Um, but I just I just genuinely love this song. 
this is a cover. Uh, I'll say here, just I've probably said it because I, I've picked a cover before. I disagree with Damon on allowing covers, and I'm I'm really glad we allowed them uh, because I love this cover. This is my favorite cover of all time. Uh, Austin's getting worried, and it's making me a lot happier. Uh, I, so this cover, I think, it's one of my favorite groups, the original, and this cover is, I think, just fantastic. And I, yeah, I, it's impossible to top Simon and Garfunkel in many cases, but Roberta Flax cover of bridge over troubled water i think is is fucking flawless uh it's released on an album of covers you know you've got uh she does will you love me tomorrow she does uh to love somebody great album i think it's called quiet fire from 71 um but yeah this song was released by simon garfunkel i think in 69 sec- uh, and then yeah she releases this cover it's just again i love the original big Simon and Garfunkel fan, but I feel like this one is just really soulful, very like vulnerable and raw. And that's the case with a lot of Roberta Flack music. And this is probably my favorite song of hers. Uh, so yeah, had to go with this one. Austin, what do you think? Okay. No, I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Also a big Simon and Garfunkel fan uh, was gutted while I was listening to the sixties pod to discover that the boxer came out in 65 and not in the seventies. Like I thought it did. Um, but I'm sure Kyle would have picked that here and screwed me over twice. So, uh, yeah, uh, great song. It is rare that I will like a cover of a song that I love the original of, you know, uh, but in this case, it's all good, man. Can you guys hear those cats? I can hear them. Yeah. Okay. That's why I got up. One of them was throwing their body against the door. Cats just just love mayhem. Um, this is like essentially the the version that is the most popular version, right? No, is, is it Simon no, I Garfunkel? I think it's still Simon and Garfunkel. I mean, I, I feel like they, huh. yeah, really. But you do I've hear this one quite this, a bit. I've always heard this song sung by a woman. Always, like that's the version I grew up with personally. Okay. So, it's an amazing song. Fantastic. I don't think I would have picked it, but it really is timeless. I mean, it that's amazing, amazing lyrics. The the uh, song itself, it's good. I haven't listened to it in a long time. I'm definitely putting that on pre-op. You know, we're gonna make that playlist, and I'm I'm gonna bump this. So, Jim, are you a fan? Um, yeah, but I gotta say, this is one that I completely forgot about. Um, I didn't do. <laughs> I don't know if you could have guessed, but I did not do a whole lot of research here. Um. So I just tried to think of as many songs, you know, as I could. And this just, told, as soon as I heard him, when he started going on about it, I'm like, what is he? And then he said cover. I'm like, what is he picking? I couldn't think of it. And then, of course, it's one of those where as soon as you hear it, you go, oh, well, duh. Um, I'm I'm glad you picked it, though, because I would not have remembered it. And you didn't accidentally pick something that I want to do next. So. Thanks, buddy. Well, uh, we are just picking amazing classic songs right here, one after the other. And we're back all to where it began. Austin, you start with Bohemian Rhapsody. What you got? Yeah, okay. Uh, Well, I was wrong about what I thought Kyle was going to pick. But he somehow went even more melancholy than I... (laughs) Would have uh, than I had guessed. Um, uh, 
But I am going with a song that um, it's not a cover, but it was covered like I think the same year it came out by someone much, much more famous. Um, but the original is just so unbelievably fucking good. Um, came out, thank God it made the cut, came out in July of 71. Um, but I am going with Bill Withers' Ain't No Sunshine. Damn, Damn it. it. <laughs> Fuck. That's what I had next. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure the first time I heard this song, it was in uh, a commercial for Metroid Prime. <laughs> in like, probably like 2002. Uh, Amazing. And I was just like, oh my God, I have to figure out what song this is. Uh, and honestly, ever since then, it's just been like heavy, heavy, heavy rotation for me. Um, Bill Withers was a fucking legend um died i think just last year like yeah th- like early early pandemic uh, mm-hmm. uh and that was devastating but he was just so had so much emotion in his voice uh, and that's usually as someone who is completely tone deaf and musically challenged i was a drummer um who could not read music, much like Nick Cannon and Drumline. Uh, <laughs> so I normally Nick just Cannon, go towards reference number two. Uh, what makes me feel something? Don't worry, I'll get into polygamy later. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that is my pick. You're welcome. Bill Withers. World. Is, uh, he's uh, Bill Withers has one of the most soulful voices there is. This song was definitely on my list. Just like that, I know, I know, I know. Like, it's just oh, so good. I, 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 you know, I visualize scenes usually from movies when I hear certain songs or, or TV shows. This one, or have you ever seen the show Raising Hope? Have you ever seen Raising Hope? Mm-mm. Oh, God. It, I highly recommend it. It's one of the most underrated uh, comedy sitcoms. And, just the main character is like broken up with. And so he's just like, this song is playing and he's just like in a stupor, just like just staring at all times. And the song's just playing in the background and that's all I can see anymore. But this song is just a classic. I love this song. I'm so glad it's picked. Not by you though, Austin. I'm, I'm sad. I'm, I'm upset. Kyle, how you feeling? Bill's the King, man. Um, yeah. The, the cover of the same year was Michael Jackson, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't pick that. I would have been very upset. Uh, yeah, man, I, I was the same way when he when he died. That was one of the ones that was just rough. I mean, he's got such a great discography. Uh, I'm glad the Bill Withers one I want has not been picked. Uh, he, but he's he's a fucking legend. And Ain't No Sunshine is just. I have a weird. I and love I this. I love turn, this song. So. Okay, well, <laughs> I love this song, but I, I have a weird relationship with it because I think of it, not sadly not with the Metroid Prime commercial, I think of American Idol and all the shitty versions of it on that, all the contestants <laughs> doing it, and like it's always in like the top 10 week, and everyone praises it, and it's always terrible because they go way too long in the I know part, um, but it's a fucking fantastic song. It's one of those, like, we're hitting a lot of these, but one of those that is like not a second wasted, just a perfectly paced song and yeah every note is perfect bill bill could do no wrong so that's a great pick jim you a fan yeah um like i said you know his soulful voice the only it's like 
he's up to like Macy Gray level of soul. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, um, hey, it, don't, you can't come at anybody that was ever in a Spider-Man movie with a with <laughs> Kyle on a pod. Oh wait, so I can't come at uh, James Franco either. Man, that sucks. Anyway, no, um, you can do that. It's fine. James Franco's canceled. Two picks in a row that you took that I was thinking. You know what? I'm gonna pick that. Because I was going back between Heroes and this, and I was wondering, which one is more likely to last until it comes around again? And it's gone. Um, But, I mean, I won't go deeper into it because, you know, I don't want to give my draft card away um, for future picks here. But it's, gosh, man, this is the tough part when you only have so many picks. And then you gotta you gotta hope that it comes back around. But I mean, a song like this, I'm, I'm part of me is surprised it didn't get picked sooner. That's true. That's fair. Well, that is the last pick yeah, of the second surprised. round. <laughs> I'm I'm just glad it got picked. Um, of course it did. It it had to. It wasn't gonna make it much farther. But that means we are to the third round of this draft. And you know we're doing okay. I no no tears yet. We haven't cursed at each other too much. Um, we'll see if it stays that way. Austin, what do you got? Yeah, um, this is where it gets tough for me. Um, mostly because I was gonna just like wait and think. All right, if I can get this with my last pick, then perfect. Uh, but I also know Kyle might draft it, but at the same time, I don't know. He just picked uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water. All right, Kyle will go as sad as possible. Don't think he he has that just with one pick. All right, well, Scott, it has. This is uh not. It's actually, actually might be Paul Simon's least sad song, uh, but I'm going with me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Um, it's honestly, it might not even be my like favorite Paul Simon song, but it is the one that I'm always in the mood for. Uh, like anytime it comes on, I'm just like, oh, hell yeah, we're walking now, baby. Uh, and I just, I, you know, French Dispatch came out. I can't escape my inner Wes Anderson. Uh, this probably won't be the first one I pick from one of his movies either. Uh, but again, just uh, honestly, the way I feel about this song is the way I feel about like when horror movies are like 80 minutes. Every song should just be two minutes. Like either either make it two minutes or make it eight minutes. You don't really need any four and a half minute songs. These were the also, I think a big reason I like a lot of two minute songs is because whenever I would burn CDs as a kid, I'd be like, okay, I got to fill up the whole 80 minutes, but I've got like two minutes and 30 seconds left on this 80 minute CD. Uh, And these were the songs that I would use. Anyway, great song. Paul Simon fucking rocks. Uh, And that is my pick. Kyle, you a fan of Paul Simon? Of course. Uh, I'm here for all the Simon and Garfunkel love, but especially Simon. Um, yeah, uh, me and Julio, you you I was you were not in danger. I wasn't gonna pick this song, <laughs> but uh, it's a fucking great song, and I yeah, I, I think it's probably probably my favorite uh, of his single or solo stuff. But yeah, it, it it's just 
This was off of his uh, his first solo album, right? Sorry, I was chewing some ice. <laughs> um, yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah. No, it's his, uh, his second one. Okay. I was going to yeah. say it's early on. I mean, it's from like 72. But yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking great song. I can't say anything bad about it. It's it's a. I just want all, if we could have a different version of this draft where we pick each decade, we pick six from one artist. I would just love to do a Simon and Garfunkel round because they're they're flawless, and this is yeah, this is one of the best. So it's a great pick, Jim. You're I gotta say, I I, I really gotta say, just looking at the picks, this is a perfect example of how I guess spread out a lot of our choices are, where. A lot of different sounds, a lot of different artists, but they somehow fit. Um, now, of course, that could change because we still have a little bit more than three rounds to go. So I'm I'm hoping we all get weird with it. But this one, again, I mean, gosh, I'm it just ah, I got to step up my game. If picks like <laughs> this are going to keep getting made, then I don't know, man. Maybe I, maybe I. I don't know. Leave uh, leave some of my picks alone. <laughs> I think it's a good pick. Um, I don't know if I've ever heard the song. I'm sure I have, but I'm not familiar with it. I'm not a big Simon and Garfunkel fan. I, it just is one of the bands that really wasn't a, it, like in the rotation that my parents li- listened to. I never really picked them up. It's just, you know, I, I really need to make a deep dive one day and see if I'm I'm a fan or not. Um, y'all it's love one of those so songs much. that if you hear it, you'll know it. You might not know it, like recognize it by name, but if you heard it, you go, oh, okay, it's that one. I'll, I'll probably text y'all like right after we get off. Be like, yep, I know it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's a pick, good pick because it was not on my board. So thank you very much, Austin. I appreciate that. Mm. What a waste. <laughs> All right. That means we're back around to Kyle. You got uh, another sad we, song for us? Before I br- yeah, pick another depressing song, we're going to go to another quick break. <laughs> What's Goofy's favorite sport? Golf. And that's why soon you'll be able to play the brand new Nintendo Switch game, Goofy's Goofy Golfing. 18 holes of ridiculous d- design courses guaranteed to have you chuckling on your way to a hole-in-one rated something for and we're back we're just drafting 70 songs and we're we're doing okay (laughs) we we still haven't like no one's left no one's just on the floor in a in a fit we're continuing Kyle, we're to your third pick. What do you got? Be careful here. Yeah. Man, there's just so Dangerous much to choose it. from. I mean, I uh, this is tough. Do I want to stay on brand? Do I want to go with, like, another banger? These are all bangers. Uh... <laughs> all right, I'm going to go with one that... I feel like I resisted how much I liked this song for so long because it's just so like kind of in the same, not in the same vein as Bohemian Rhapsody, but it's just so recognizable. And it like the contrarian in me wanted to be like, it's not that good or like act like I knew about music and be like, it's not it's not as good as this song, you know, 
this Penny and Sparrow song. Uh, but it's it's a fucking flawless song. Uh, Spawn like maybe the greatest SNL sketch of all time. Of course, I've got to go with Blue Blue Oysters Colts. Uh, don't fear the Reaper, <laughs> which I totally just uh, bungled. But Blue what was, Oyster what, Colts. What was that? Uh, don't fear yeah, the Reaper. That by? <laughs> <laughs> the Oysters. Don't fear the Reaper. Uh, yeah, man. Give me more cowbell. Uh, yeah, it's child noted Will Ferrell fan. No, <laughs> no, but I do love his SNL run. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just a fucking great song. Is like I said, I just resisted for so long how great the song was, but you got to give it eventually. It's just, it's great. Jim, do you um, need more cowbell? I, I mean, how can you? When is enough really enough? Um, <laughs> you could always use more cowbell. Uh, I'm so. Kyle, question. Now, obviously, you've seen Scream a bunch. Mm-hmm. Have you watched throughout all the credits? Yes. So, you know that they cover that song in the credits. Yes. Um, nowhere near as as good as it, but I was just like, I'm surprised that you never brought it up at the uh, to this point. But yeah, I mean, it's it was a great song before SNL, but now it's probably more associated with Will Ferrell. <laughs> Blue Oyster Cult, or the the yeah. oysters, as you said. Blue uh, <laughs> and the oysters. Solid, solid pick by the Blue Oysters. I love this song. It really is. It really kind of got dwarfed by by the skit, and it kind of became a joke. But really, like when you really just start listening to it, I threw it on like a playlist a while back, and you'll just hear it like and you know blending in with other songs. You're like this song is good. It, it goes hard. And like it just has a good, good rhythm. I love the voice of the guy. Um, and the cowboy bell, honestly, is just—it sounds so good in the song. It really does. It—it's such a great addition. I don't think the song needed more. It had the, the right amount, <laughs> the right ratio of cowbell. Hot take, but I disagree uh, with, uh, with Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> You do not agree with the prescription that the doctor wrote out. Austin, are you a fan of the Reaper, or do you fear him? Uh, yeah, big fan of this song. Um, I think my favorite usage of it is actually like a throwaway joke in, I think it's like the second episode of Veronica Mars. Oh, okay. What did you think I was going to say? I was thinking Scrubs, because the blanks cover it, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> Um, Sorry. Yeah, I no, know. There's I'm this... sad about Sam Lloyd, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, Veronica Mars. But, yeah, great song. Um, and I think it was my contrarian brain where I was like, well, I'm not going to pick that because it's just, you know. Oh, I almost just said another song. Uh, <laughs> it's just, you know. That's uh, never one that I think I would choose to listen to, maybe because I've just heard it so much because I work in a grocery store. Uh, but yeah solid choice is that on every grocery store playlist austin every fucking yeah you know anywhere where 40 year old white men are that song is playing (laughs) (laughs) that in the golf range that's is it 40 year old men now or is it more like 70 year old men or like 60 year old like 60 year old men i think were the the 80 the like that that uh age range now i think sure christ yeah i'm sure. old 
<laughs> oh, my God. oh, well, all right, Kyle went with uh, with the nice rock song there. Not sad, so I, I'm impressed, and I, I'm like I like that that song got picked because I don't think I ever would have gone with it, but I love that it did. So, rolling right along to Jim, you went Elton John, you went David Bowie, you go in third. Um, so. I'm going with another solo artist. Done two solo artists so far. Delton John. Bowie. I'm going Stevie Wonder. Living for the city. Okay. Hmm. I love it. Any thoughts on the song? Uh, Why did you pick it? I mean, it's it's one of those songs that it's just I can't help but jam out whenever I hear it. Um, it's a go-to song that when I <laughs> I could be I'll I'll paint a picture. I could be in like a metal bar, and the jukebox is going, and everyone's playing. You know, they could be playing everyone from Slayer to I don't know uh, Tool to Deftones or whatever, and then I'll be like, Oh, do you have Stevie Wonder? And I'll just play that. Like it just. <laughs> I cannot get enough of it. It is it is just and I will say his as good as the recorded version is his live performances of the song are just yeah. absolutely off the charts. So I I couldn't leave it on the board. I had a I had to take it. I love it. I love Stevie Wonder. He was drafted in the 60s uh, by Kyle, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, I don't think this is going to be the last one. And I, I, this is a great song. Not the one I would have gone for personally, but I mean, we all have our different kind of flavor for Stevie. He has so many songs. He has how many albums? Like 30? Like, it, yeah. So many, so many songs. We could literally do an entire Stevie Wonder draft and just pick different songs from Stevie Wonder and have a ball. Yeah. Um, but this is a good one. Kyle, you a fan? Yeah, same kind of thing. Like not the the one I would have thought of. So I'm I'm actually glad it's picked because it's otherwise it wouldn't have gotten you know recognition. Um, like what he'd said on the '60s draft, like you can pick any Stevie Wonder song and it's it's gonna be, it's most likely gonna be a banger. So it's yeah, this is great, great pick. Austin, is this one of your favorites, of Stevie? I don't think I know it. Not a big uh, Stevie Wonder fan in general. Again, the, probably I think the most times I hear. Stevie Wonder songs are from when I watched American Idol. Oh god. <laughs> what a what an awful avenue to hear Stevie Wonder. Uh, hey for real. I'm a yeah. 17-year-old uh from from Kalamazoo. And what are you gonna sing for us today? I'm gonna sing Stevie Wonder because fuck you. <laughs> no one's done that today. <laughs> right? Can you sing a little oh, bit I of a funny Jim? Oh my god, I I don't hate you enough to sing. <laughs> you uh, Austin, you you're more likable than you give yourself credit for, okay? Oh, I love myself. <laughs> give him time. He's got three more picks. <laughs> okay. That is a good pick. And I figured why not stay on the Stevie Wonder train? Because up next on my board was also a Stevie Wonder song. This is it. I 
really went back and forth on two two songs from Stevie. These are probably my two favorites from his. But I decided to go for this one. This was on his 15th studio album. It was a little collaboration with Jeff Beck. And it's just got a just a really fun, catchy, catchy beat. I'm going with Superstition. Yep. Um, it's so fun. Like that beat, you, everyone kind of knows that beat. It's been on a, a lot of different movies and everything. Their collab just really was electric. And yeah, this one's just super catchy. And Stevie Wonder doesn't always do catchy. Like he does catchy. He does really soulful. He does all the different kinds of stuff. And I think this song really just captures like how much fun he can have. And yeah, this this is my pick for Stevie Wonder, Superstition. Jim? Um, I mean, you're writing your pick? <laughs> super i'm um, keeping notes um again it's like i'm like um pepe silvia and I, i'm just i have stuff just uh I, there's no method to my madness um superstition i mean the opening riff probably one of the most well-known um you know plus i'll say when a song this is gonna sound um yeah whatever it'll make sense whenever a song seemed to make it into the height of the guitar hero and rock band phase. This was one of the ones that everyone has to play because, Hey, that 25 year old really needs to blue, green, orange, blue, you know? So it's, I mean, <laughs> I'm at the point I'm just saying shit and looking at Kyle's reaction. Um, I feel personally I was attacked. Going between living for the city and superstition. This was a thing where I just, Again, it's what I said before. I made my first pick in Tiny Dance, where I'm trying to marry the the favorite and best. Um, but I wouldn't even call it one and two. I would call it like one A and one B, as far as I'm concerned. But he has so many. I mean, just the fact that there isn't a high enough number for how many albums he has. Like he's, I'm sure he just trips over songs every day. Oh, there's a new song. I didn't release it, and that wasn't supposed to be a blind joke. Uh, <laughs> don't say it Austin <laughs> oh I tripped over another song oh I put out my 35th studio album so don't say it Austin I, don't bring it up. I'm not like, saying I'm not saying anything you can't tell I, me I'm a better person than like, oh, Austin's gonna make a fine joke I want you to say it oh no alright <laughs> Kyle are you a fan of superstition <laughs> I am. Uh, somehow we, I, I swear we do this with all of these Stewards of Sound episodes. It's just the way we think, y'all. I'm sorry, but I think I hear this song. For some reason, I think of the fucking Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie because they use it in that in such a weird way, but it somehow works. First of all, great movie. I don't know why I didn't hit it this year for for Halloween. I should have. But um, you watch yeah. Norbit instead. Exactly, and I was equally scared. Uh, <laughs> It's it's a great it's a great song. It's it's like Jim was saying, it's like one A, one B. I think I have that with like for once in my life for like kind of tied as like top tier Stevie Wonder song. So it's great. Austin, any added thoughts about this one? Not really. No. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Great great song. This one I actually knew. Uh, I'm glad he did a collaboration with probably the, the least troubling member of the Yardbirds. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. There. Uh, we could do an entire separate podcast on each of all of how everyone that we've drafted is problematic. That's fair. Um, no. <laughs> no, let's not. Let's 
Moving on to the next pick. Oh, it's me. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this one. <laughs> I obviously wanted Bohemian Rhapsody already, and that's gone. Well, that's taken. Now, do I do I try to get some Queen on my board, or do I just move to my next pick? Move down a little bit. You know what we need? This this whole board, everyone's board needs. We need some funk. We need some some grooving, some moving. After we need, a, we need to take a trip to Boogie Wonderland mm-hmm. with Earth, Wind, and Fire yeah. and the emotions. Okay. Okay. Dance. <laughs> um, this song, I I like I've said before on these. I'm just going to keep saying it. I love music that makes me dance. I love anything that's catchy and rhythmic. Earth, Wind, and Fire are some of the best to do it when you know in that aspect. I thought about a lot of their songs. I think this one's just the funnest. You know, really fun lyrics, really catchy, and I just scream out "dance." Every, you know, every single time that I say it, I can't help it. I want to go to Boogie Wonderland, and I will ever, forever love this song. So that's my next pick, Jim. You a fan? Absolutely. Um, I'm just glad when you said, oh, we got to go funk. I uh, There's a song I'm looking at that inside, I'm like, don't pick it, don't pick it, don't. And thankfully you didn't. Um, but Earth, Wind, and Fire, I mean, come on. That's, there are a lot of funk bands that are, I, I got to put them at the top. So, you know, it, they have a lot of bangers. I don't think there's a song of theirs that I won't listen to. Like the big thing with Earth, Wind, and Fire, I don't think there's a single song of theirs that I won't willingly listen to at any time if I happen to come across it. That's fair. That that's a very good statement. I I don't think I would skip an Earth, Wind, and Fire song if it came on. You're right about that. I dig that. Austin, do you like this one? Oh yeah, of course. Uh... Yeah, and this is uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire is a lot like Queen, and that the first place I ever heard them was probably a football stadium. Uh, but then, you know, they grow and are so much more than that. Uh, yeah, I fucking love Earth, Wind, and Fire. I've, Thank you. And I could probably not the song I would have gone with, but that's just because Goldmember was my favorite Austin Powers movie, and there's a great Earth, Wind, and Fire song in that one. <laughs> Quick, everyone Google search. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're really like I could have gone with a lot of different ones, but I, I just went with th- this one because like I every time I hear it, I'm happy. I get a little excited because I'm like, yeah, I, I love this song. And it doesn't get old. It hasn't yet. So, Kyle, you a fan? Absolutely. Um, you couldn't have gone wrong with like any of their stuff. I am glad you didn't go with September because while I love September, I, I think it gets the level of love that I think Oogie Wonderland should get. Maybe I'm just not in like the right circles, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you mean Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it's a fucking great song. I love the collab with the emotions. Yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic. You barely made it too with 79. You barely made the cut. So yeah, it's great. I know. Like it was like, dang, this was like an 80s hit, but right. But you know, it belongs in the, in the 70s. Yeah, it's it definitely does. a 70s song. Yeah. Well, you know, I always wondered, did they just really, like, they kick out Water? Did Water do something bad? And they're just like, get out of here. No, he's in Pink Floyd. Uh, <laughs> there it is. 
There it is. <laughs> okay. Sorry for everyone who had to hear that. Jim, we're back to you. Are we're, you going solo? We're going to kick things up a notch. Wait, did you do, you did two payment? Did I? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah pick Stevie, Stevie Wonder. And oh, Wonder. okay. Yeah. Um, I can pick again. No. So <laughs> <laughs> It's my turn. Damn it. Um, so not only am I picking an actual band this time, I'm kicking this shit up a notch. I'm going with Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Um, it's something that I I wanted to get the other picks and I was hoping that this would stay up on the board, but it's, I mean, they got some great friggin' songs, but this is the one that like. Oh, like I said, I want to kick it up a notch. And this is my favorite Sabbath song. I can't say enough good things about it. I hear this shit. And if if I still had long hair, I would be headbanging and throwing it everywhere. I I I want to headbang just like hearing this song in my head. I love Black Sabbath. I've thought about a lot of Black Sabbath. This was definitely on my board. Seeing this live, even though it was in 2018 with like a Ozzy Osbourne that could barely move. He still sounded pretty damn good y'all. And this was an amazing song. Their new drummer, by the way, is pretty damn talented. Yeah. I was surprised that Sharon was that good at the drums. (laughs) (laughs) God, Kyle, do, do you like paranoid? Sorry, I forgot I was muted. Uh, yes, fucking incredible song. Um, another one, just like with Pink Floyd, I don't listen to Black Sabbath often. Um, I did for a while, but if I, yeah, if I had to think of like, if you if you told me to think of a Black Sabbath song, it would be it would be Paranoid right away. So, if you were gonna pick one, again, you could you could pick any, and it would be great. But Paranoid just feels like the correct uh, choice. So it's a great pick. Austin, what you think? Yeah, it's definitely the one that I would have picked as well. Um, there are two other ones I was considering, but like when I, I made a playlist of all the songs I was considering, and like every time this one came out, I was like, fuck yeah, I got to pick it. Uh, so that's probably the first one that I had on my list that has gotten drafted. Uh, and yeah, there's a, uh, a Black Sabbath song that Cake covers that I just learned uh, way too recently to not be embarrassing is was uh, not originally a cake song. It's like <laughs> I, I heard the Sabbath version. I was like, wait, holy shit. <laughs> wait, which, which song? Well, I'm not going to say because yeah, there's, there's come up later. potential for that to be drafted. Nice play there. <laughs> I wanted to know, <laughs> like, authentically, but I, okay. I'll, I'll, wait. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. tell you later. I like cake. I love cake. I listen to cake like daily. Yeah. Uh, I I love going the distance. I've you know I drafted it before. I love Sabbath is great. And this is starting to wear now. Possibly. I'm not saying it'll happen, but Ozzy can be drafted from here to like pretty much every single draft going forward. I think he's released music in every decade since. Yeah. So that's very true. Who knows? I do love his solo stuff in in the 80s, so we'll yeah. see. 
Paranoid, off the board, Sabbath. I'm so glad Sabbath got here. They deserved it. Some of the fathers of, of metal right there. Yeah. Now we're moving on. Kyle, we're back to you. What you got? Okay. Goddamn. Still so much to choose from. Uh... <sighs> okay. Uh, I couldn't get heroes, so I've got to get a Bowie one. Got to snipe one. Um... I don't want to uh, negate the quality of this song by saying it was my second pick after Heroes because it is still a phenomenal song. Um, I think this is probably his best storytelling as far as as far as his his songs go. Got to go with Life on Mars by David Bowie. Uh, If you're talking about usages in movies, I mean, the the movie hasn't even come out yet, but the trailer for Licorice Pizza. I mean, it's so fucking good. Like I, I my mileage varies on Paul Thomas Anderson, but yeah, the way that that song hits in that trailer is, is fantastic um but yeah i i feel like bowie was sometimes it, his lyricism is overshadowed just by how like weird and bizarre his music was and just kind of his stage presence you know like ziggy kind of overshadows the fact that he was a really talented writer um and i think that that's never more evident than with uh life on mars so gotta go with that one i like it austin yeah i know that one <laughs> yeah uh that's that's one of the bowie songs that i actually really do enjoy uh, that's all i got though <laughs> yep, it's a good one i i enjoy this one um i don't think i like it as much as heroes but it's definitely enjoyable jim are you a fan of this one yeah i mean especially with bowie he reinvented himself time after time after time that I would hesitate to come up with anyone who has so many different kinds of sounds with different songs that are all equally as good, even though a lot of them are nowhere, anywhere close or similar to others. Yeah. Um, This is a perfect example. Even when I picked Heroes, there were like five different Bowie songs I kept going back and forth to. I'm like, which one do I pick? Because they're all different, but they're all genius. And this is another example of that. Dig it. Second Bowie off the board. I dig it. And we're back to Austin. Are you going David Bowie, Austin? <laughs> um, no. No. Uh, okay. Um, shoot. Yeah, really, we're really not making your job easier, are we? No. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to go with probably anytime someone is like, oh, who's your favorite? musician it's like i have three led zeppelin is one uh and one of the other ones who i always reference is gil scott heron uh, and i'm going with the revolution will not be televised um it was originally published as a poem with bongos uh and i think 1970 but i'm going with the one he recorded for his uh album pieces of a man that came out in 71 uh, he's got a full band for um my uh, the first time I ever heard Gil Scott Heron, he was doing a song. He was like the, the second or third ever uh, musical guest on Saturday Night Live, and it just blew me the fuck away. Uh, and this might be his most famous song, just because of how often it's referenced. Um, but it's just a great. It perfectly kind of encapsulates the '70s to me too. Um, and it's just a great song. Uh, and your 
favorite rapper will almost certainly have sampled Gil Scott Heron at some point. Uh, he's very heavily on Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh, I know Drake has sampled him. It's like everybody uses. Drake? You mean the, the wheelchair? <laughs> no. Oh, Jimmy. We're going to have to hit the trifecta at some point for <laughs> ableist jokes. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're just going to have to scrap this whole podcast, guys. Does no, watch, God dang it. does no one watch Degrassi? Come on, people. <laughs> Good old Jimmy. No, I remember Jimmy. I can't believe he... T- I, I was just flabbergasted when he started rapping, and I was like, "It Drake? No? J- this is this is Aubrey Graham. I'm so confused. And no, then he became what, like... That's what inspired him to, you know, start walking again. All right. Well, this song is uh, great. Let's just move on to that part. Uh, <laughs> this is a great pick, Austin. This is a very, I mean, this is a compliment I do. This is a very Austin pick. Uh, I love this. This is, yeah, this is one that I do go back and listen to quite a bit. Um, I think any song is improved by some bongo drums. Uh, yeah, this is, this is fucking fantastic i didn't expect it even though i said it's a very austin pick because i can never really get a read on what you're going with but yeah this is this is fantastic i love it i unfortunately did not really find out much about him until recently uh you know he had another one on uh lovecraft country Whitey's on the moon which yep. was just great song yeah amazing mm-hmm. and i just like I heard this one a little later after that, and I'm just like, wow, he's just powerful. Like, just his voice and the way it moves, it it's just like entrancing almost. And this one's just powerful. Uh, I really like it, and I I really need to dive in more uh, into it. Uh, he has a lot, right? A lot of poems like this, or no? Uh, he really only has a couple. Uh full-length albums and a lot of them because they're all like poems they're just kind of rehashing of other poems he's done already um yeah but his first two i think are the best it's small talk at it's like 125th and lennox avenue i think and then pieces of a man pieces of a man i think is one of the best albums of all time gotcha well i i definitely need to dive in more but this one's just brilliant jim um, I gotta say, I I know of the the song name. I've heard it before. I cannot. I'm not sure if I've heard it before. I, I'm I'm expecting it's probably one of those songs that, like I was saying before, and was wrong about um, last time. But <laughs> if I if I listened to it, I would probably go, okay, I recognize this one. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Well, of course, we'll put the playlist together for AJM and send it to you. This is going to be a very, very awesome playlist. I'm very excited to listen to this one back after. Yeah. Gil Scott Harry. Uh, All right. A new one, a new version that someone did that came out, uh, I think, last year called The Revolution Will Not Go Viral. Oh, kill me. <laughs> yeah. Was not, it, not, was it not, only made available on TikTok? Not as good, but. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get to Austin's next pick, we're going to take a quick break. Hello and welcome back. We are talking about 70s music. Austin just drafted The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. He's following that up with one more pick. What you got? Uh, Yeah, this one is just kind of a straight down the middle. uh, Just 
kind of easy pick for me to make. Um, it's not my favorite song by this band, but again, I'm trying to win this draft. Uh, <laughs> and knowing who I am appealing to, I know they're all big MCU fans. Uh, I'm I'm going with Immigrant Song, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Yep. Again, just under three minutes, perfect length. Uh, I think I had heard it way before I saw School of Rock, but Jack Black singing it in the car in the van was just like one of those moments, you know, that you'll always remember. I just watched that movie like two days ago just to reinforce uh, my Led Zeppelin and Stevie Nicks love. Uh, but anyway, it's, it just goes fucking hard for the exact length of time you want it to. <laughs> Yep. Kyle, are you a fan? I am. I <laughs> cringed a little bit at the MCU mention because I, I hate the use of this in Thor Ragnarok. Um, I know I'm I'm in the minority. I really don't like Ragnarok, but uh, oh, no, I hate it too. We but yeah, yeah. This is one of the few things we agree on. Um, but I, I do. That all these MCU fans turn on both of you for saying that you hate it and vote for I'm me. I'm sure they will. The That's they're how these gonna, podcasts they're go. Gonna see the poll. You know? Yeah, they're not going to listen. They're going to see the poll. Uh. <laughs> I I love this song. Uh, this is a great song. This is actually what I thought Dame, Damon was going with first when he picked Cashmere. Um, I'm actually really surprised it went this far without being mentioned. I, but it's it's a fucking incredible song. It, yeah, this is the first uh, Zeppelin song I ever heard, and it's just it's flawless. I'm talking about length and like that is a really important part of, of of a song, and it's just it's so perfectly paced. It's yeah, it's great. Yeah, I was either going to go with this or the 27-minute version of Moby Dick on How the West of One. But... <laughs> so this was one of the other two songs that I did not draft. Instead of going for Cashmere, I thought about it. I listened to all, to them before the draft to try to help. And I was like, I like, I love Immigrant Song, okay? I love the, uh, uh, like, the beat. Like, it's so good. I like Led Zeppelin because I love their progression. There is no progression in Immigrant Song. It is just, it, it pretty much is what it is. And that's why it's great. But I, I, I love when they're able to let their their sounds breathe and they, they get a little weird with it. So I, I think that's why I ended up going with Cashmere. But I love Immigrant Song and I am sad I didn't get it. But there's more. There's still more songs. I'm okay. Um, Jim, you a fan? Yeah, I mean, this is one that I was, I was, I was trying to choose between Paranoid and this. Um, I mean, hey, listeners who won't listen will only vote for the polls. I love the MCU. Pick mine. Um, <laughs> it's great, but it is also something that's to to echo what's been said. It's it's on the shorter end. It's very succinct. It gets in, it's a banger, and then it gets out, and it's one of those songs, Jack Black or no Jack Black, you, every single time, I mean, everyone at least once has tried to get their voice that high, um, and either have failed, or it sounds good in their head, but they're drunk as shit, and it sounds like a dying giraffe in reality. And I will always be appreciative of Led Zeppelin for that. Yeah. I've been there. I, I've tried think, it. <laughs> I don't think I would ever say Plant is one of the best vocalists. 
very distinct, and he he could do a lot of things with it. So I'm mad. I am mad that you you got immigrant song. Actually, I changed my mind. I don't like you, Austin. Um, uh, that's fine. Fuck you too. We made it this far. We were all friends for a while. It's okay. <laughs> Kyle, we're back to you. God damn it. Go going David Bowie again? Well, I already got one. Yeah, I'm not going to go another Bowie. Um, God. Okay. Just rifle through all these fucking pages. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with one that... No, fuck it. I, I don't care if I'm on brand or if it's whatever. Dancing Queen. I, I don't care. It's I love ABBA so much. I It's one of those things where I never really like... This isn't like kind of like what I talked about before like a, for a contrarian reason, but I just never really thought ABBA would be my thing. And I just would hear snippets of things in like, you know, movies or like whatever. And Dancing Queen's one that you'll just hear at any point in your life. Like it's just everywhere. But then you listen to ABBA and it's just, there's some kind of like magic charm about them. It's like, holy fuck. I, I, now I'm like listening to like their entire discography and I'm watching fucking Mamma Mia. Like what's happening? And it, that's, <laughs> that kind of happened with me and ABBA, ABBA whatever uh a couple years Tomato, ago tomato i mean yeah exactly the oysters uh they, they just kind of like took over my life uh and i i do i love abba like another example of like if i could just do a band draft and just pick six of their songs i would be completely happy um but the first pick would be dancing queen there are songs that i enjoy more than dancing queen but i don't want to go with those because I don't care about the poll, but I don't want to go with those because I, I just feel like Dancing Queen is more fun to talk about. And the, the reason I love those songs is more like just personal reasons. And I just think Dancing Queen in general is just a fun song. And it's just like another one that you can dance to, like the title says. And it's just, yeah, it's upbeat and it's very like infectious and it just puts you in a good mood. And I love ABBA. I unashamedly love ABBA. <laughs> we accept you, Kyle. I love ABBA too. Jim, do you love ABBA? Uh, I mean, ABBA's got to be one of those. It, it's it's weird, and I I think Kyle, this is what you're getting at. It's like you could not ABBA could not be like in your wheelhouse, but it has some kind of like control to put you in a trance. And next thing you know, you're just like everyone. This is one thing I'll say: even if people aren't ABBA fans, somehow they all know the lyrics and they yeah. all know the songs. Yeah, there's something to be said for that. And Ab is one of those things. I think when you get older, you're like, huh. and then you get a little bit more into it and you get a little bit more appreciative of it. Um, I, I, I appreciate the pick. I, I like the uh, for one, I like the variety. Um, and, you know, rock what you got, even if it's some um, Abba, Abba, all that, all that stuff, all the good stuff. I think this might be the happiest song Kyle's picked so far, and I'm here for it. For um, our listeners, no, I'm okay. No, no. Like, I'm okay. I just like sad things, okay? Oh, <laughs> sad songs are amazing. I'm just, I'm just gonna picking gonna fun. I love that song. Um, I will listen to sad songs over and over again just because they are fantastic. They they sometimes are the best friend. No. Yeah. But really, this song is so happy, and I, I, like, I like how Jim said, like, people can say like oh i i hate abba and then they'll they'll know the words and sing along to a song that comes on on the jukebox or you know on the radio abba is infested 
everything. <laughs> it in, is an infestation. In like every other movie. It, it's been on the airways for so long. It, it is a, it's just an earworm. It is a true earworm that's never going away. And like Dancing Queen was always there. I don't remember when I don't remember Dancing Queen. It's just always, it's been one of those songs. Like I talked about in the 60s draft, in the 50s draft. There's certain songs like I've just known, like I've always heard since I can remember, since like my memory started. This is one of them. I wasn't a big fan of ABBA, but I was a fan of this song. Like it was just Dancing Queen was was a hit. Now I'm a, I'm a fan. Like really, they got some great ones, you know. Yeah. Waterloo, like the fact that that was a song for freaking Eurovision blows my mind. Like to find that out, I was like, wow, that's yep. just of course. Um, but yeah, no, this is a fantastic pick, and I'm glad it got because we needed ABBA. In this draft, I don't think I was gonna go ABBA, but this would have been the song. So, Austin, um, do, have you guys ever seen the the Kirsten Dunst movie Dick? Yes, about Richard Apple. Nixon. This was the first time I heard this song. Uh, that tracks. <laughs> was in that movie. Um, would not have been the ABBA song I picked. Um, not the biggest ABBA fan, but they are just like omnipresent. You know, everywhere you go, there's ABBA. They will outlive us all uh if i it's, they're one of those where it's like i always feel like they should have 500 more songs than they do uh yeah just because it feels like they've been around and still making music forever uh but yeah it's a solid song it wouldn't have been it's funny i just was listening to the one that i would have picked i was like wow, i wouldn't have even pegged this for an abba song but we'll get to that this is a good one We'll I'm glad. It, I'm so glad I got picked. Um, that means we're moving along back to Jim. Jim, you got Man. another band for us? <laughs> I've I've written down three different ones and scribbled out each of them, and I keep going back and forth. I will say this to touch on uh, uh Abba really quickly. Uh, when you mentioned Waterloo, one of my earliest Abba memories is an episode of The Simpsons. When uh, Homer's mother shows up and then Mr. Burns is outside of their house in a tank. And he wants to play, I think, like Ride of the Valkyries. But <laughs> Smithers recorded over it. So you have <laughs> Mr. Burns outside of a tank with a helmet on and all of a sudden water really starts playing. <laughs> um, so I had any number of different ways I could have gone with this pick. Um, and I'm clearly still biding my time and getting wordy because I haven't yet decided on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I went, uh, I've, I've hit the slow songs, I've hit the upbeat songs, I've hit the bangers. I don't really have something that's mm, a more dance song. Now, Originally, I had looked for Can You Feel It by the Jacksons. But that came out in 1980. Then I was going to go to Michael Jackson. But I think Michael Jackson, probably more of an 80s pick. Yeah. Now, in the spirit of this being 70s, I'm going with You Should Be Dancing by the Bee Gees. Nice. Which was just covered by the Foo Fighters, and it's amazing. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. 
They did an entire album of Bee Gees covered covers. Amazing. That's pretty cool. I need to listen to that. I think this is a great song. I'm a fan of the Bee Gees. They're fun. They're they're dancey. This is a good one. I don't think it'd be the one I'd go for personally, but it's it's pretty high up there. It, it might would be two or three. So, Kyle, this is my show, and I won't take any crap from anyone. <laughs> uh, fucking love that sketch as well. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I love the Bee Gees too. I ha- I have quite a bit of them. Like a lot lower on my list, but I'll hit him in the honorable mentions. Um, but yeah, this is oh, shit on my pick. No, this is this is one of them. This is one of them. This is one of them. I promise. Uh, this is great. Yeah, the BGs are are not in the same realm as the, as ABBA because I I was more it was more accepting of the fact that I love the BGs early on. But they're just like they kind of like an earworm. They just kind of creep in and just very very catchy. And this is definitely one of their best. So it's a great pick. Is Austin you a fan? No. <laughs> I'm not. I've never liked the Bee Gees. I don't know why. I just I could never get into them. It's like them and the Beach Boys were the two where I'm always just like, can we just put on something else, please? That's don't fair. compare That's the fair. Bee Gees to the Beach Boys. <laughs> the Beach Boys heavily relied on Uncle Jesse to get their sets. Of course, <laughs> of course. Oh, I like both. It might also just be because I hate Justin Timberlake so much, too. So <laughs> seeing him embody him was like, oh, God, this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I, I think it's it, it makes a lot of sense for a BG song to be put, picked on, on the 70s song draft, and I'm glad it did. Yeah. I'm still thinking I might go BGs. I don't know. But we are back around to me for my last two picks. And then I'm done with the draft, so I can just go with whatever I want here. I got all the all the other songs up for grabs. I'm going Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, I have to. Um, I hate myself if I didn't. This is a this is a Damon draft. I, I'd screw the poll this time. I don't care. Um, I have I have to pick Zeppelin. This is the third song that I was thinking about. Okay, so. Cashmere immigrant song, Black Dog. Black Dog is my pick. Yeah. I think Black Dog is criminally underrated. You don't hear anyone talk about it. It is so good. The ah, 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 just that echo. Just is, and then the, it, it, the drum beat breakdown, the, the whole, the whole beginning, like, hey, hey, baby, it said the way you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you move. It's just, it's so good. I love this song. Um, and yeah, I could listen to it over and over again. That's my pick. I had to go Black Dog. Kyle. Uh, thank you for saying Zeppelin and then not immediately saying Stairway to Heaven. Um, I was no, worried. Stairway. Do not. I was really worried. I was really worried. I was. I was. I love Stairway to Heaven, but come on. I love I mean, Stairway. Yeah, I love Stairway, but no. I just but, know Black Dog. The clip is, from yeah. uh, Wayne's World. I was waiting for someone to not pick Stairway just so I could say that. <laughs> it's, it's a great song um i haven't listened to black dog very often but it is i'm, I'm glad you mentioned it because i don't i'm not in the position to say it's an underrated song because i don't know zeppelin's discography well enough but yeah i do love the song so it's a great pick thank you austin fellow yeah. zeppelin lover you a fan course. yeah 
Um, I think one of the reasons I love Led Zeppelin so much is because I don't believe they ever recorded a bad song. Uh, it's like that was the that was the one rule when I started driving was okay. Well, I'll listen to anything, but if a Zeppelin song comes on, you're not allowed to change it. Uh, and Black Dog was like I think probably the first like real Zeppelin experience I had because like I said, Led Zeppelin Four was the first one I listened to, and it's like starts off with rock and roll and Black Dog, and it's just like holy shit, what am I getting into right now? Uh, what a combo! Yeah, amazing song. Uh, I know I picked immigrant songs, so I can't really talk, but I think Led Zeppelin is even better when they go softer. Uh, so I probably wouldn't have picked Black Dog, but it is just an incredible song. Hey, I thought about Brown Yard Stomp and uh, Make Art. I, I thought about all of them. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> but Jim, are you a fan? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I thought you were going to pick a different song. Uh, which I won't say, just in case if you still wind up picking it. Um, but it is, I mean, just the fact that it's one of those songs, that as soon as you said the name, it's like I heard the riff in my head. And I just want to, so it's, it's, but then I started to think, kind of to echo uh, what Austin was saying, do they have a bad song? And I don't think they do. They, they really don't. I, I, I love every single song of theirs. I, I really do. They're all, there's so many different kinds. All the genres. <laughs> all the stolen songs, too. <laughs> um, adapted. Sure, Austin. I mean, Robert Plant stole some sounds. Jimmy Page stole some children. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, abductions. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So which Yardbird song are you picking now? <laughs> Funny. Funny. No. Um, this is so tough. Last pick. Last, my last pick. I really wish I could have gotten Bohemian Rhapsody. Then I'd, I would be really, really happy with my whole board. Oh, you know, I'm sorry, I made you sad. So it's okay. Only you had known of the existence of Latin music. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yep, I, can, I had no idea that that existed. I can't even defend with that because that's like fucking shameful. We were all just like, uh, love songs. <laughs> I mean, when was the last time yeah, that anyone yeah. listened to like Selena, the Macarena? So. I'm sure recently Plus, because boys. it creeps up and everything. Oh God! I love Y'all keep talking because I still don't know what I, who I want to go with. <laughs> um, you know what? I talked earlier about how much I love them. I'm gonna go with my Fleetwood Mac song, "Dreams." Yep, there it is. I I love like the more I hear this song, the more I love it. Like I really do. Just it's so good. The lyrics are great. I, I could hear listen to Stevie Nicks sing about anything. Um, the chemistry in the band is as volatile as it was made for fantastic music. And yeah, I think Dreams, like I said earlier, I think Dreams, Landslide are, are probably maybe two of my favorites from theirs. So I, but I, I lean on Dreams. Um, I've pretty much listened to 70s mu- music nonstop for the past like month. 
And every time this came out, like he's like, oh, okay, yeah, this song is just is just growing more and more on me. So I had to go with it. Fleetwood Mac, Dreams. Jim, what you think? Well, so this was at the beginning of this. I used to joke around where I was like, oh, I'm, I might take some Fleetwood songs from uh, Kyle. And there were three main ones that I was thinking of. One would have been the chain if I would have gotten the second pick. And then I was thinking this one and the third one, which I don't mention because who knows? I have one pick remaining. But <laughs> Kyle's not going to. Here's a spoiler alert. Kyle's not going to make a last pick because my next pick will piss him off so much. He'll walk out. <laughs> um, but it's a great song. I mean, it's again, it's one of the Fleetwood Mac is is interesting because I still after all this time, they have a lot of songs that are very well known. But I still don't think they get enough credit. I think I think even when you know things are said and done, they're still pretty underrated. I agree. I think they're going to get their just dues. I think they're going to be a band that just grows more and more popular as time goes. I think. So, I, I'm hoping. Anyways, <laughs> Kyle, what do you think? Are you, do you like Dreams? Oh yeah, of course. Um, it. I mean, the, the Chain is my favorite of theirs and a favorite song of all time. But as far as the rest of the top five it truly does just constantly rotate. So dreams at any given day could be two, three, four or five, but it is just such a fucking great song. It's just, it's just such a, like, I hate to sound like I'm going to cringe when I say this, but it is such a vibe. Like it's, it's just such a, like, I think of the, <laughs> yes. Uh, I think of the guy on TikTok, right? Like the cranberry juice guy, whatever yeah. his name was. Dog face. I mean, it was yes. Dog face. Yeah. Dogface like, 420. That's for you, Damon. Oh yeah, I gotta gotta <laughs> get the the government name in there. Um, yeah, dude, it's just it's so good. It's 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 such a vibe. And uh, you're right. Like the volatile chemistry is a great point because, I mean, say what you will. Like that, I think their their stuff isn't as iconic without a lot of that behind the scenes stuff. So, yeah, it's it's great. Great call. Thank you. Thank you, Austin. Yeah, I was gonna bring up the the skateboarding video to the cranberry juice. I that was one of my favorite moments or internet moments of the last year. That was yeah. Uh, but yeah, great song. I don't really have anything on there. That that's my board, y'all. Uh, I I think I it's got a good, a board. good board. What yeah, are thank they? Thank you, thank you. you um, we have Zeppelin, Cashmere, Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here. Stevie Wonder, Superstition, Earth, Wind, and Fire with the Emotions, Boogie Wonderland, Led Zeppelin, Black Dog, and Fleetwood Mac, Dreams. That's my board. That was a good board. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I'm still upset that I had to leave other songs off, but <laughs> that's how it goes. And that means we're to Jim for his last pick. Oof. How you feeling? What you got for us? Um... It's one of those things where, like you said, a lot of them that you're leaving on the board that you would try to, I'm trying to find reasons or, you know, but there's only one spot left. So I had to go with, I was thinking about going with the Beatles, but I look at them as being more 60s than 70s because 70s actually, you know, when it ended and they went their own way. So, but there is another song. Wings? That, you're going Wings, Jim? <laughs> There is another song. Love, take me down to the street. <laughs> that I, I, I absolutely love, and I hope to see one day, which time's probably running out. Uh, I've seen the cover performed, 
at a Guns N' Roses concert, I'm going Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney and Wings. Wings! Wings! Dean! <laughs> I gotta, it's, it's probably my favorite Paul McCartney song. Um, the, the build up, I mean, also just, I, I, I still think it's the greatest, uh, James Bond song that there is. Um, and yep. seeing it perform live, I mean, granted when I saw it perform live, it was Guns N' Roses. So it was just kind of like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, if anyone remembers it's Pat, I was like, eh, you know, that was kind of my reaction to it. It was great. I was seeing one of my favorite songs perform, but it just wasn't by who I wanted it to be. Yeah. Uh, but I was looking at it, and as I was going through a lot of these songs, and I realized that a lot of them I was going to have to leave on the board, I didn't want this song to be one I left on the board, so I had to grab it. That's such a good song. I love this song. All the versions of it, even even the GNR version. Uh, this is... The only wing song I accept personally. Um, yeah, <laughs> Kyle, you're a fan. Uh, I'm not it's, the biggest it's, McCartney it's fan. It's just as deserving as love, whether you accept it or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not the biggest McCartney fan, but "Live and Let Die" is one I'll always listen to. I definitely agree. It's it's actually like not even a contest. It's easily the best Bond song. Um, I mean, there are some good ones, but yeah, it doesn't get better than "Live and Let Die." So great call. Austin. Yeah, it's funny. I was trying to think of all the Bond songs I could pick just to troll, but. Uh... <laughs> oh, man, yeah. you're probably going to go with Man with the Golden Gun. Next no. Feel it. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is a, it is a great song. Uh, again, not one that I would have picked, but uh, yeah, that's a very, very solid choice. Gotcha. Paul McCartney on the board. The Beatles, not. Will I'm it okay finish that. that way? We'll find out after the break. Are you in turmoil because your beloved hosts are arguing too much? Have I got the solution for you? Soylent Green. It's a drink that will calm your nerves right down. Calm your stomach. It's like ginger ale, but better. You just take a drink. Don't think about the ingredients. Don't think about the ingredients. And it'll wash right down like a uh, glass of warm milk. Soylent Green. There's ingredients, but we, we're not allowed to say them. Hey, y'all, we're back with Planet Fantasy's own dancing queen, Kyle. What's your pick for the last round? Thank you for that. I am a queen. Uh, God. So many to choose from. Oh, this is killing me. I have so many. The honorable mentions is going to be a whole other episode of the podcast. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, he has already been drafted uh, with my second favorite song of his. But for my favorite Bill Withers song, I'm going to close out my board with Lovely Day. Um, I mentioned the chain. Second favorite bass line is easily lo Lovely Day. Uh, as, soon as, as soon as the song starts. I mean, it's just... We've been talking a lot about songs that like either we can remember or we have like this this vivid like first experience with. And I vividly remember being in the car with uh, my dad driving home from God, I don't know, like a soccer game or something. And this song coming on and like my dad is not 
I mean, he likes music, but he's not the kind of person who's like, I love this band or I love this. And he like immediately started like turning the volume up and he was like, this is Bill Withers. You're going to know who this is. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just you hear that bass line and it's just fucking incredible. It's just such a such a groove. Um, Bill Withers could could do no wrong. Uh, I'm glad that he got some love on this episode. Uh, yeah. And like I said, it, it's it's this and ain't no sunshine for sure. But lovely day, I just think it, you even have like i don't even know if it's still the record but you have like that incredibly sustained note at the end of the song it's up there as like one of the longest sustained notes at the end of like a pop song or whatever it is um but it's incredible bill he he doesn't hit an incorrect note in this and it's just yeah it all comes together really well it's just such a such a great groove so i had to finish the board out with that yes austin you like it yeah oh yeah great song uh I'm sure someone will draft the Maroon 5 cover on your 2000s one as well. Uh, <laughs> and I'll die. But yes, no. Bill Withers can do oh. no wrong. Uh, yeah, he just, you know, does something to me. I need to hear more of his stuff, to be honest, because every Bill Withers song I've heard, I'm just like, that's that's a great song. I love that song now. Um, I don't hear this one enough, to be honest. Like, I feel like this one needs more love on it. Uh, I always hear, you know... Ain't no sunshine, and then like use me, like that one's great. I honestly thought yep. maybe you were gonna go with there, but this is a good one. And every time I think about, it, I'm like, wow, no, like this song is so much better than it has any right being. So, Jim, you a fan? Yeah, I mean, so there was, <laughs> it was a pretty embarrassing thing. I I parked my car once after I was looking for a, uh, you know, parking, and it was a summer night. Windows were down, and Bill Withers' song came on, and I was just singing it it was it was late it was like maybe like two in the morning or something i was belting it out little did i know my neighbor was actually up and outside and saw me do the entire thing um i'd like to think i nailed some notes but interestingly enough and this probably goes to say how strong bill withers was the song was neither of the picks that we've had Mm. um I mean, I don't, I don't think Austin's gonna pick it last. So I was, yeah. Someone caught me singing "Lean on Me." Uh, nice, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But love it. that it's just, I mean, lovely day. It is. Man, let's not talk about Maroon Five covers ever again. No, uh, let's There's just no more Five talk on this podcast. It's it's yeah. banned from this <laughs> this point. Fuck you, Adam Levine. Anyway, the voice. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan of SeaWorld oh, right. cover of a Tiny Dancer. Jesus Christ. Oh, good God. Oh, that is a great board, Kyle. What a great finish. And now, the moment we've been waiting for, the last pick. Austin, you have quite a board right there. How are you going to finish it up? Okay. Uh, you have no idea how badly I wanted to pick uh, I don't know if you guys know this song, Heavy Action by Johnny Pearson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that song. I'm not going to do it. Uh, okay. But oh, to people yeah. listening, it's also known as the score of Monday Night Football. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but, oh, God, there's so fucking many. Uh, it seems like a crime that we've gone an entire 70s draft with no Rolling Stones, no Ramones. Uh, but I am going to pick probably the most obscure song that has been drafted um so far so much that i 
completely forgot about it until right now because I didn't even put it on my list for some reason because it is one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, I'm going with The Swimming Song by Loudon Wainwright III. Uh, if you've seen The Squid and the Whale, you'll know this song. Um, some people might know Loudon Wainwright from one episode of Parks and Rec or from <laughs> being Rufus Wainwright's dad. Uh, he was also in Big Fish. Great cameo in that. Anyway, the swimming song uh, is just one of those songs that like fucking sends me. Uh, it's uh, he he wrote a song on one of his first albums called "Dead Skunk." Uh, it's literally just the lyrics are like "dead skunk in the middle of the road," and it just goes on and on about roadkill. Uh, and then it became so popular that his label was like, "Hey, we need another animal song that's like funny." <laughs> And instead, he wrote the swimming song, which is about a whale, I believe. I think it's about a whale. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, so. from the lyrics, the <laughs> lyrics just talk about him like jumping into yeah, and doing summer, like I went different. Swimming this summer, I might have drowned. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. But yeah, once we're we're done, listen to it. It's a great song. Uh, and I figured. I'm hoping Bohemian Rhapsody is just strong enough to anchor me because no one will have heard of this song. But it is, I think it was one of the first ones I ever actually purchased on iTunes just because I loved this song so much. Oh, I don't I, think I thought it would have been the U2 album that they forcibly put onto your iTunes. No, I'm much, much older than that. <laughs> yeah, has anyone heard this song before? Uh, I didn't think I had, but I I love the squid and the whale, so I have. But um, I don't think I've heard anything else by Loudon. So now I have a new artist to like deep dive into. He's got a great song called Rufus is a Tit Man that uh, when his son, Rufus <laughs> Wainwright, was born, he performed about breastfeeding, and it's great. <laughs> Interesting lyric uh, writing he decides to choose on, yeah. Yeah, he's, very, uh, he's just Jim? very uh, folk heavy. Like, Wait, but... which which MCU movie is the tit song in? <laughs> uh, it's the end credit scene of Black Widow. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man! Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> um, uh... Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. I don't um, know the song, but I'll listen to it um, and try not to think about Black Widow. Yeah, um, I'm very intrigued to hear this song and see how it sounds. I've never heard of it. Um, but I love this experiment you're doing, uh, Austin, with the poll, because you have possibly the most popular song ever, maybe, one of the most popular, but the song that no one maybe has ever heard of. So uh, All I need we'll is the see one person who's heard of it, and then they'll just yeah. be like, oh, well, I have to vote for that one, you know? But also, don't, <laughs> don't sell yourself short, because Leah drafted... A fucking murder song and and one so yeah because yeah. I went and listened to that that's song like, yeah oh, that's shit. great it's a great song <laughs> yeah well, I was I was going between that one or nothing from nothing the Billy mm -hmm. Preston song mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which was the first song ever to be performed on Saturday Night Live mm -hmm. yeah well we have it there y'all we finished and we survived <laughs> and I think we, we we did a damn good job y'all okay. Yep. Had some amazing songs picked. Really good boards. I'm intrigued to see who wins the poll. But before we go, real quick, just real quick, 
everyone throw a couple, just a couple songs out that you really wish you could have you could have picked. Jim, hit us with song. <laughs> Are you excited about your role in uh, the Batman as as the Riddler? <laughs> uh, uh, Life in the Fast Lane by the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. I I almost I I I probably wrote down when the levee breaks. Mm. At least three different times. Um, it's so good. And then I, I wanted to. Now I was never gonna pick "Sweet Home Alabama." Uh, a little, little, little words. I was, I was never going to actually pick "Sweet Home Alabama," but I almost did just because I wanted to do the Steve Buscemi quote from Con Air. <laughs> um. You know, it's, it's do the quote. just go ahead and do it now. Yeah. Now, Jim, you brought it up. Do the quote. Oh, yes. I've been waiting for this moment my entire life. Uh, define irony. Bunch of idiots dancing on a plane to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. This <laughs> is amazing. Um, there, there are a lot of bands that I wanted that they had really good 70s songs, but I just identified them more with the 80s or the 60s that's why i didn't pick the beatles that's why i didn't pick uh michael jackson but ultimately i tried to switch it up um i almost came very close to picking a second bowie song i almost picked starman i came very 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 close to starman but nice nice austin what's a couple that you you almost went with um so my favorite zeppelin songs um are gallows pole um going to california and song remains the same um i really wanted to pick ooh la la by faces uh one of the few that rod stewart didn't sing lead on i really wanted to pick honestly any kink song uh but probably this time tomorrow is what i would have picked um i wanted to pick any carol king song but i couldn't decide so then i just gave up same with Billy Joel. I was just like, no, if I can't just pick one. Um, right. I wanted to pick At 17 by Janice Ian, if you guys know that song. Uh, I wanted to pick, honestly, almost any Nick Drake song. Um, My Sweet Lord by George Harrison, the best of the Beatles solo albums. Uh, I wanted to pick I Don't Like Mondays by the Boomtown Rats. If you guys know that one. It was also covered on the West Wing, uh, but it's about a school shooting that happened in the 70s. Uh, and that's a great song. I also wanted to pick some Sabbath. I could just fucking keep going on, so I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> Kyle, what's a couple that uh, you you were really thinking about going with? Oh, "Come and Get Your Love" by Redbone too. Sorry, that's I that was, assume someone was gonna pick it because one. of Guardians, but that was the first one <laughs> I was gonna mention. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and to keep on the Guardians train, "Father and Son" by Cat Stevens, um, "Born to Run" Bruce Springsteen. How Deep Is Your Love? The Bee Gees. Let's see. I'm not going to run through all of these. Uh, Thank You for the Music by ABBA and Chikatita by ABBA. Because, like I said, I love those more than Dancing Queen. But who, who wants to talk about Chikatita? It's just got one of the best piano riffs of all time. Uh, I felt the same way about Carole King. Uh, just, I kind of wanted to just because, just so I could talk about Taylor Swift singing uh, her song at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cherry Bomb, The Runaways, uh, Rocket Man. Elton John, uh, Nights on Broadway, BGs, uh, I will, I will survive. Gloria Gaynor, I mean Jesus Christ, and then uh, Easy, The Commodores, because it's just such Ooh. a like a puts yeah. me in a good mood. Um, I, I did, yeah. I did forget one. I was tempted to pick uh, Don't Mess Around with Jim 
just because you know on brand (laughs) (laughs) because hi i'm jim Jim, you know don't mess around um (laughs) so i almost picked rocket man i i had it fifth on my board and then i just i don't know like i think i was just trying to shoehorn an elton john song in when i think i prefer some of his 80 songs instead so we'll we'll, we'll hear some more elton john coming down the road y'all down the yellow brick road. Um, uh, uh, my word. <laughs> uh, sorry, I also wanted to pick sorry. The Weight by Aretha Franklin, but that felt like, again, not 70s. Yeah. Right. Um, I actually had Michael Jackson on my board, Don't Stop to Get Enough. I think that song is yeah. amazing. That was the one I almost but, you know, went with. Yeah. Right. But I, I just, you know, ended up going. I think he'll get some shine in the 80s for sure. Um, Signs because... still delivered. Sorry. Oh, no, you're fine, Austin. What? Because someone had drafted uh, Van Morrison in the 60s draft. I thought someone would take Moondance, but nope. That's right. And then I had, you know, I had to shout out T-Rex, get it on. I love me some T-Rex. Yeah, T-Rex is so Um, (laughs) And then uh, the boys are back in town, Thin Lizzy. (laughs) Uh, I love that song. I don't know. It's so simple. But it's just, it's nostalgic. I don't know. I love it. So Every year at the beginning of baseball season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Those are a couple that I almost picked. Those are the honorable mentions, everybody. Two, sorry. Todd. Two really quick. Uh, Killing Me Softly, R- Roberta Flack's yeah. version again. Um, and then uh, I mentioned this in the 60s. I didn't go with the original, and I couldn't go with the cover by Linda Ronstadt, but Blue Bayou, Linda Ronstadt, talking about yes. ending notes is the best ending note in a song ever. Um, yeah. Also, there's also a punk band called Death uh, that no one has really heard of, um, but they have a bunch of great songs. This is, but they weren't like released until the 2000s because they weren't really like discovered oh, uh, yeah. for the lo- a long time. But they uh, did them in the it's 70s. That's that's we got into this conversation off pod, but <laughs> that's where I got into the, the my pedantic nature. Okay, <laughs> well. That was so much fun, y'all. I'm, I'm glad we could do it. Thank you, Austin. Thank you, Jim, for joining us again. I uh, hope to have y'all back. I'm sure we will. And uh, yeah, I, I'm glad we could talk 70s music. Uh, we'll hit the. We're going to take a quick break in December. For um, we are doing the best of in December, so we're doing 2020, 2021 songs, and we'll be back with the decades, the 80s, in January. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Kyle, what else we got for the people coming up? Yeah, thank y'all for listening. Uh, next week we've got <laughs> we just shit on the MCU the entire episode, but next week we're doing the Effies for Eternals. Uh, so that'll be fun. We'll be joined by our, our good friend Leah. Uh, and the week after, we're gonna be hitting you with another Effies, but I will keep quiet on that until the time is right. Um, but yeah, we hope you'll tune in for that. We'll catch y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.